Wow, this week was emotionally and energetically challenging. Despite having an incredible Valentine's Day dinner with some close friends, I just struggled to shake off this heaviness. And to be honest with you, I don't know what it was. I have no clue what could have triggered it, and I just felt heavy. Now normally, I would try to identify what is wrong with me or why I'm feeling that way, but I had no freaking clue. <laughs> I know that for me, moving my body helps me get out of the funk. So I started with the easiest way to get moving. I opened up Spotify, found my favorite playlist with my all my bops, and I hit play, but nothing. Ha, <laughs> I thought that cloud just wouldn't lift. Long story short, that cloud eventually lifted by the end of the week and I delivered on my work. But while sharing my experience with a friend and some colleagues, we realized that we all actually felt the same way throughout the week. Everyone had experienced some degree of low energy, darkness, and this deep, deep funk. And by talking about it, we were able to support each other and find some connection. <laughs> At the end of the day, we weren't actually alone. And it got me thinking about how many times we go through things by ourselves without actually sharing our experiences with anyone because of fear and shame that comes with being vulnerable. So in this episode, I'll dive into vulnerability, what it means and how much it impacts our lives. Hello, my name is Hadley and welcome to Reclaiming My Shine, a podcast in which I share parts of my journey to finding myself and the work I'm doing to rediscover the light within that had been dimmed over time. Listen, vulnerability is scary and hella uncomfortable. It's that feeling of fear and uncertainty when faced with the challenge of showing our true feelings. And more often than not, it's seen as a bad thing. Because for years, society has imprinted in our minds that vulnerability is a symptom of weakness. But if you think about it, it's actually the opposite. To admit your vulnerabilities takes a lot of courage and I guess emotional strength. No one wants to appear weak or sensitive, especially for me as a man. I've been conditioned to believe that I've always be, have to be strong. To never show a moment of weakness, so for a very long time, without even realizing it, I bottled up what I was feeling and what I was going through in an effort to avoid embarrassment and rejection and most importantly shame. To quote our girl, Riri, we all want love, so the idea of being shunned by society or the people we care about is overwhelmingly scary. And it's most often this fear of being shamed that keeps us from expressing our vulnerabilities. It's what stops us from raising our hand to ask for help or even admitting that we don't know something. Because God forbid we look stupid or weak in front of other people. But that's the thing, right? The less we talk about shame, the more of it we have. It just festers and grows until it becomes unbearable. As men, we have been conditioned to believe that to be a man, you have to be strong. And from a young age, we taught that boys don't cry. But these are damaging messages that leave men in difficult positions. We learn to convince ourselves that we don't do vulnerability. And we end up engaging in behaviors that are inconsistent with who we want to be. Now, I will admit, I used to be a crybaby growing up. Any harsh tone or raised voice from my teachers or my mother would have me in tears, which brought on the teasing from other kids and even some adults. I don't quite know when it stopped, but I know that over time I got tired of the constant shame and the embarrassment. My point is that there's a huge problem with men who don't know how to articulate or express how they feel. They bottle up all these emotions until eventually they explode. 
And it's these moments that scare me the most. I'm sure we all know of someone or heard stories of men who've always been quiet, never complained, were always the strong ones, who one day, out of the blue, just blew up. It's no coincidence that males make up 49% of the population, but nearly 80% of suicides. Fortunately, there are organizations that are on a mission to address this issue, like Father Nation and the Mankind Project. A few years ago, I think it was in 2019, on the recommendation of my therapist, I attended a Mankind Project camp where I was forced to face my own vulnerability. The campsite was located somewhere in the middle of nowhere. We were stripped of our cell phones, watches, and everything that kept us connected to the world we left at home. We had no choice but to strip away our preconceived notions of what a man should be and forced to sit with ourselves. I was confronted with overwhelming emotions that I had held inside for such a long time. And collectively, as men, we found connection in our unique stories of trauma. That weekend, I came face to face with my own insecurities about trusting people. I discovered to strengthen my relationship with my partner and the people in my life, I needed to learn how to trust. That was one intense weekend, and on my 31st birthday at that. But I'm grateful for that experience and would highly recommend it to anyone who is ready to face their own traumas head on. In a way, vulnerability has become the latest catchphrase of sorts. Everyone's throwing the word around. So it's not uh, uncommon to find people and sometimes ourselves faking it. I remember a few years ago, I had a partner that would weaponize vulnerability and he used to over-communicate with me and then use it against me for not being vulnerable enough. This was around the time when I really had issues with trusting people. And after being let down and disappointed by people so many times in my life, it was hard to just let anyone in. I had internalized that hurt and made a pact to never rely on anyone other than myself again. And it was only after the camp I was telling you about that I slowly learned to be more discerning about who I trusted, but also learned that in order to build trust in any relationship, I needed to exercise more vulnerability. But vulnerability isn't about saying whatever we want or oversharing indiscriminately. It's about sharing our feelings and experiences with people who have earned the right to hear them. Being vulnerable and open is mutual and important in the process of building trust in relationships. You build relationships with others and increase vulnerability by choosing to share. You won't truly know how someone will respond to a boundary, an assertive request, an emotional disclosure until you take that risk. And not being vulnerable poses a huge threat to ourselves. To fit in with our family and society that doesn't support our authenticity, we have to give up our connection with ourselves. Give up our authenticity for the sake of attachment. Then we end up learning to survive by being inauthentic and out of touch with ourselves. We're afraid of being ourselves because we associate being ourselves with a threat of being rejected. Which in turn means we end up being in relationships where we're afraid to be ourselves and never feel safe enough to be vulnerable with our partners. Now when I speak about authenticity, I mean letting go of who you think you should be and allowing yourself to be who you are, with all your flaws and imperfections. What makes you vulnerable makes you beautiful. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. The beauty in our imperfections is a topic for another day. So now you're probably wondering, what does exactly does vulnerability look like? For me, it's the willingness to say I love you first 
uh, uh, awkward. The willingness to do something where there are no guarantees. It's the willingness to invest in a relationship that may or may not work out. It's also being able to admit that you're not scoping or managing and that you need help. It's the willingness to admit we are or we're wrong or simply just trying something new. Okay, now, despite how intimidating it may seem, I believe we need to be brave and lean into discomfort. Because on the other side of it all lies the joy, peace and connection we're all actually really searching for. As for your tribe, listen, you won't have to think too hard about who these people are. They will be there to hold you and to be your support through any situation. And in your bravery, you need to continue to share your stories and don't be afraid to stay with the feelings attached to those stories. Now, there's a quote by Pima Children that's so relevant to this and that also makes me chuckle a bit. In a book, When Things Fall Apart, she writes, Rather than letting our negativity get the better of us, we could acknowledge that right now we feel like a piece of shit and not be squeamish about taking a good look. I guess what she's trying to say is that to really appreciate the good in our lives, we need to acknowledge and accept the bad things too. Which brings me to my next point, practice gratitude. I think this is another philosophy that seems to have become a gimmick, but it truly is so important. Living your life with gratitude helps you notice the little wins, like the bus showing up at the right time, a stranger holding the door for you, or the sun shining through your window when you're waking up in the morning. Each of these small moments strings together to create a web of well-being that, over time, strengthens your ability to actually notice the good. And ain't look, believe that you are enough. I went through most of my life believing that I wasn't enough, that I wasn't worthy of love or anything good happening to me. So why try, right? But trust me, I speak from experience when I say it's worth pushing through that bullshit. I used to think that if my father, my own flesh and blood at that, didn't love me enough to stick around, why would anyone else? I had that belief that everyone was going to leave anyway, right? So why put any effort into my relationships? But the more I spent time with myself, learning about what I liked and truly making a conscious effort to love myself, the more I accepted that I am enough. I have so much to offer and those people who can't see that or accept all aspects of, of me, well, they lost. Learning to love myself allowed me to truly accept love from others and love in return. I was able to build true and lasting connections. And speaking of connection, that's why we're here, right? It's what gives us purpose and meaning to our lives. In order for connection to happen, we need to have the courage to allow ourselves to be seen. So we need to surround ourselves with people who are willing to be in the trenches with us. Surround yourself with people who will listen and allow you to be your authentic self without judgment or ulterior motives. But it's also about reciprocation. We also need to be the kind, trustworthy and welcoming people we want and need in our lives. But here's the catch. We need to be kind to ourselves before we can extend kindness to others. So be forgiving of yourself when you make mistakes. Speak to yourself with kindness and compassion. At the end of the day, vulnerability opens us up to being challenged, and overcoming challenges is what makes us stronger. I'm not saying that you'll win or overcome every challenge, don't get me wrong. We're imperfect and we are hardwired for struggle, but we are always worthy of love and belonging. So, though we may not always get it right, we shouldn't let our fear of shame and rejection keep us from stepping out. 
Because ultimately, vulnerability is not about winning or losing, but it is about showing up. Showing up as your true self and allowing yourself to be seen. The critics, they are going to be there regardless, but show up anyway. Don't waste your energy defining your worth based on the real and sometimes imagined critiques of others. Invest your time and energy into being genuine and spending time with those individuals who stand with you and who celebrate you. Because no matter what people say, you gotta do you, boo. Whew, I can go on forever on the subject, but I think that's all for now. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends, and don't forget to tag reclaimingmyshine.pod. I would also like to hear your thoughts and about the challenges you face with vulnerability. I believe the more we talk about these things, the more we are able to find the help and support we need to get through it. So thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and follow reclaimingmyshine.pod on Instagram for regular updates and to share your thoughts. Bye for now! Thank you.